what is a belief? There is a... Uh, there's kind of like a, a thing in society where somebody tells you something it has to have some kind of truth so it can be believed or not questioned because to question it might be to question somebody's experience which could generally be considered to be something that is bad but there is nothing that is fundamentally good or bad there's a balance and everything so so for example a belief a belief is an idea it is something you believe and it's based on it's based on your experience now that that experience can vary it can be you saw something with your own eyes first hand experience you saw it you heard it you felt it and maybe there was some kind of emotion drawn out of that as well but you could have also seen it on TV you could have read it in a newspaper and you could have had an emotional response to that just reading the newspaper or listening to somebody speaking about about that idea and it could have evoked a an emotional reaction for you which is not really that different from somebody that would have experienced it firsthand they would have had the emotion which would have made it real for them so when something is um something is just told to you if something is just told there isn't really anything to it there's nothing really to it until um, until there's something that, that you can feel So if you're watching watching something on TV and they're telling you about something, maybe it's a chat show and they're talking about somebody's experience, the entire thing may be made up. It could just be a script that somebody wrote. To, um, to get people to watch. Viewing numbers, that's, that's why TV shows exist. If they don't get the viewing numbers, they they don't get renewed the contract get, doesn't get renewed their TV show gets cancelled but all of this context 
The context being why the TV show exists. The context being why the news exists. It's not explained. Everything is based on assumption. That you assume the people that you see on TV are, are telling the truth, so to speak. It isn't that what they're saying is factual. It is that they're being genuine. That they are not an actor. Or that they are not reading from a script. That's, that, that is genuine. Because when you sit down to watch it, the expectation is that these people are real. It isn't that they're actors or that it's scripted or staged in any way. For you, your perception, you're led to believe it's real. Although you aren't really led because what is it that tells you that it's real? They might introduce the people, but they're not telling you that this is a real person, that this is not an actor, you know? There's no, um, there's no context given. They can say that this person went through this traumatic experience, etc. But it doesn't mean that the person isn't an actor playing a role and that the traumatic experience they're describing has been scripted for the TV show so I think a lot of people are led to believe things they're led into um, led into things without context there's no context given so there's an assumption there's an assumption that what you see on TV especially like in chat shows is that it's all real or that in news it's all real I don't really like using the word real either because most things are subjective we can have a perspective on pretty much everything it's just the I guess when I'm saying real I mean the intention are they genuine or are they pretending are they an actor so if you met if you met one of your friends and they were telling you a story about something that happened to them you would have the opportunity to ask questions. You may not... You may not outright deny it, or you may not outright believe it. But at least you... have the opportunity to ask questions. And unless you're quite agreeable, 
like I used to tend to be. Um, you can feel if somebody is being dishonest or not being a hundred percent genuine. And you know you've got more you've got more context if it's somebody you know because you'll know how they are what they're normally what their energy is normally like when you talk to them or when they describe maybe situations similar situations so you'll know if there is something different about this time so you may not be so open to believe it to believe exactly what they said it doesn't necessarily mean they're lying but at the same time the condition is pushing them to be not entirely honest or genuine I guess that would be well that could be considered lying because if you lie it's it's dishonest but it is genuine right it's still genuine if the person is unable to lie then it's not genuine because they're trying to be something different they're trying to lie but they they are not um, configured in that way if somebody lies and it doesn't feel right but you can't quite figure it out then the person could still be deemed to be being genuine because that could be a trait a thing that they do because genuine in that context is a person being true to the self even though it may be deemed morally wrong to lie or to lie about certain things to be dishonest about certain things the person is not trying to be any anything other than what they are which you could say is a liar that they are a liar but that could just be something that the person 
inherited in a way that they used it as a coping mechanism because there was something something that prevented them from being from being honest maybe it would be that maybe it would be that they would some sort of punishment if they were if they didn't lie or if they were entirely honest but that 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 kind of behaviour could just be because of things they were doing at the time were not were not in uh one I kind of considered good I guess or appropriate or what the other person wanted Uh, especially if that was a parent as well that will have kind of a longer lasting effect so some people may just be what you consider a compulsive liar but it becomes a part of them And maybe they will not do that at some point. Or maybe they will continue to do that. But anyway. Belief. So belief is just an idea. And it doesn't really matter how it is put together whether it's through lies or just genuine intention that somebody it's somebody's perspective it's something that has uh, been created by that person so to say it is good or bad is um, it's basically just a measure against some kind of moral compass and I think most people have their own kind of moral compass so if they don't like something that you say they don't like your idea or your perspective they're not going to they're not going to be open to it because they the moral compass is telling them that it's not it's not good or perhaps that it's not bad it's a weird phrase isn't it not bad somebody asks how you are yeah I'm not bad it's um, quite weird so I'm not bad but I'm not good So, so the reason why, reason why I was talking about belief and why do we believe things? Why do we not question? 
why do we why do we accept some ideas and perspectives without question more often than not I think that is the case especially with TV even though we're told that some things like movies and TV shows are not entirely that they're fictional that it's story based people still still relate to them in terms of them being real and especially when TV shows incorporate things that are happening in your real life that can make it confusing because it blurs the lines between reality and storytelling And movies are so so over the top that especially action movies are so over the top that it would be impossible to think that that is something that is possible but even though even though you can reflect on that and think that at the time that you're watching it it could be just just as real it could just be just as genuine because we can't see in the movie that it's CGI you can't always see that it is a computer generated image So people could be led to believe that those things are possible, that they are genuine. I guess possible, yes, maybe. And maybe that is the intention, just to make enough people think it's possible. Is, um, it doesn't even have to be physically physically possible it could just be an idea just an idea that you believe is possible is enough it doesn't have to be any more than that it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be built it doesn't have to be manifest it just has to be possible in your mind and so when you then hear another story referencing something similar or referencing that in that, that idea entirely then it's like almost no question because you already know the idea And because you believe the original idea without question, why would you not question something you're told is uh, something that actually happened?
there's a lot of examples of this on YouTube. If you go on to, if you go on YouTube and you're not logged in, so you go, you go in like incognito, it's like private browsing. I just look at the videos that they recommend. look at the the default recommendations it's all it's all the same stuff it's all irreverent nonsense the funniest videos on tiktok think like people just watching other things and reacting or people giving things away they're giving things away but at the same time it's pushing the notion of greed Because every kid that comments or watches the videos wants what is happening in the video. They want to be the lucky subscriber that gets money, or they want to be the lucky subscriber that gets mentioned. So whilst the content of the video is framed in a context of good intention, the intention really is to get people to look at it to believe the idea and then to pull them into it by saying hey you can be a part of this that I'm no different from you and you can do this that that's it's all psychological but it is all ultimately to get you to believe in in the idea of what is what is being pushed in the videos and the videos I'm talking about are Mr. Beast, in which he does all these grandiose things, spends millions of dollars replicating stages of um, TV shows and then playing out games. Now, if you had a production company, that'd be very easy. But apparently he did it all by himself with friends and other people helping. So that, that's what, that's what is told, but unless you're actually there, unless it actually, uh, you observed it, it would just be somebody created some content because you can see the content, you can see the video, but the context of it, the content within it, can't really you can't really say if that was genuine or not because the guy is saying that it was all funded by him and he did it all he organised it Which, if you're into TV production and that kind of thing, you'd probably say, okay, yeah. I could believe it to a degree that you could make it possible. And the money 
and the contestants. Wouldn't there be a ton of people posting on social media that that they went on to this uh, reproduction of this uh, production uh, TV show? Wouldn't there be a lot of publicity, but from people, people that were involved? Maybe there is, and maybe it's just all buried, but all the people you see commenting on these videos are people that are aspiring they're like oh I wish I could do that I wish I wish I had that it's all about desire all about wanting so that's what this guy has sold he sold a a desire people want they just want things and they just kind of in the same way as uh He's claiming to give things back, to give things away. In doing that, he's receiving more because every time he give he every time he claims to give away, it's all done on camera. There has to be a camera around. So it's all framed, it's all perspective, it's all within the context of the camera lens. What happens before, after, behind the camera is not seen. So there cannot just be one perspective, there cannot just be one perspective that what this, that this guy has all this money, that this guy gives all this money away, that this guy isn't just trying to get kids to be greedy isn't just wanting something to fill the void of his childhood because that's what he was doing since he was 12 or 13 making these videos of giving things back or giving things away it's never about never about creating something essentially it all comes back to money or material things I'm giving away a million dollar island kind of thing So the reason why why I brought up this topic of belief is because what this morning I went onto YouTube on my phone and it's got no there's no history because I'm, I don't use YouTube on my phone. So it brought up the default recommendations, which is always I always cringe when I see it because it is just. Um, the stuff of distractions it, it is stuff that is not going to it's not giving you any it's not giving you anything to think or feel or anything like that it's just giving you things to distract and to desire 
so it's a common it's a common formula and you'll see it in all these YouTube creators they're all the same they all do very similar things and they're all part of YouTube I'll probably say that there's a, there's a group there's some some name for them but I think in a way they are essentially just YouTube employees like YouTube is a production company if you look at it that way YouTube becomes the production company for these people and these people become employees and I'd imagine they'd probably get a percentage of the revenue in ads because they get so many millions of views they get so many millions of views are YouTube really just going to hand away all that revenue do you know anyone or are you someone that has earned millions in revenue from YouTube because my perspective would be that there would be a certain threshold that once you reach a certain number of eyes following you that that is going to trigger something that is going to trigger somebody on YouTube to contact you and say hey we've got a proposition we really like your content and we want you to be a part of our team but don't tell anyone <laughs> and you got free use of our services but we own you and you can get a percentage of your revenue why wouldn't that be why wouldn't that make good business sense and at the same time I bet you rev uh, YouTube offer them an, an incentive free promotion like I said they're on the the default recommendations no effort just because they've got so many eyes looking so if you're if you've gone onto YouTube for the first time you're going to see these videos and these are the first things you're going to be like oh I might just check that out then you get led into more and more of the same things so Anyway, back to why why I brought this up. So this morning, I saw one of Mr. Beast's videos. It was a short, so it was like 30 seconds or something. And it was Mr. Beast plays rock, paper, scissors with the rock. And I was like, ah, oh. these are two of the biggest. Um, these are two people that are framed as having quite big egos. And the two people that are framed as being very charitable or philanth uh, philanthropists. So, so when I saw it, I kind of already knew what it was. I knew it was some sort of scripted uh, interaction that was just to generate 
two names that people will see, people, most people will be able to relate to. And so you've got all these, uh, all this advertising, subliminal advertising in the background. The Rock's new movie and the video game. And it's all very curated, it's all well positioned, it's all within the shot. The two people are stood so that they're not blocking any of the advertising. They both have microphones. It is all very scripted. And so they play this game and the whole premise is Mr. Beast will give $100,000 to charity if, um, if The Rock beats him. And of course, The Rock says the same thing. And so Mr. Beast wins. And then they both say that they're gonna give money to charity. So the entire premise is to reel you in, to entertain you, and then to deliver the thing that was going to happen anyway. That they were going to, or rather the thing that was going to be said anyway. That they were going to give money to charity. Now I can say, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the money side of things. But, who sees that? Who sees that that act was actually done? And this is where people will say, oh, you've just been so negative, you've been so bad. It's not, it's asking questions. Because you've been led to believe that something good was going to happen if you believe that wherever the money was going was good. The act of giving something, just like everything, is not good or bad. It's all within balance. If you give your kids things every day, it is not good because the behavior that you're instilling in them is that you can just get whatever you want. But there has to be, it also makes them reliant on the material. They cover the material more than anything else in that case. So you have to, it has to be in balance. So if somebody is saying they're going to give money to charity, there should be something provided to show that. Why didn't they both go down to the charity and show the wire transfer or something? So that you know it happened. It was an idea. And I think that's about as far as most of those things go. It's just to get people to to go back, to watch, to have a particular perspective about the people. In a way, it's to bolster their ego. Because you could say that the act of wanting to give and wanting to receive is an egoic. Um, it doesn't give you anything. In 
terms of spirituality it's more about feeling something in the body feeling an emotional response in giving or receiving that's really what it is it's um it's an egoic thing and it just so happens that the two people have very big egos and it's very easy to see So I guess the, I guess like the underlying premise is that any belief is just an idea until you actually experience or have something to observe. Just just seeing or listening to somebody talking about it talking about an idea it doesn't make it doesn't make it something observable just makes it a possibility so it becomes possible right but it doesn't say that it's observable that it was that it became um that it came from possibility into actually being observable so yeah so I think that is in a roundabout way what I believe my idea of belief and why we believe things why we believe things without question because it's easier to it's easier to copy it's easy to copy behaviour because it doesn't require any energy all it really requires is the fundamental kind of feeling this feels like this situation I felt before so you recall what happened just like recalling a memory and uh, then you copy the behaviour you copy either what you did or what somebody else did because you know what the output was so the only reason why you might now question it is if the output is different so you're like why did that why didn't that go the same way as it did for the other person And it's because it was just you believed in somebody else's idea you didn't feel it you didn't feel it in terms of what is the idea about there has to be there has to be the uh, aspect the feeling aspect or it is just just copying so if you copy things you should at least try to feel it and try to make it your own 
but if it is just somebody saying that they're doing something they've done something or they think that something is good and should be done all they're doing is telling you an idea if they're showing you in a video it is still very easy to duplicate things with CGI but it is easier to ask questions or it's better to ask questions than it is to just blindly accept because blindly accepting things just believing things is good for survival but it isn't good for living because if you actually want to do anything of substance, of purpose you need to be living you don't need to be surviving but some of the methods of survival are good because they're quicker copying behaviours is quicker but then you make it your own 